I'm Amanda, and this is Not Your Granny's Quilt Show. Welcome to today's show. We have Abby of Abby Made. If you don't already know, she's an art gallery socialite. Yay, another one. Um, She also is part of the Nine Patch Quilt Collective. So she's one of the designers of the Sweater Weather Sampler. We talked with Rachel about it. um, And I'm just so excited to have her on the show. So let's get into it. Calling all mega fans, we have merch. That's right merchandise that you can wear to show your support of the show. If you head to nygqs.printify.me, you can shop merch. There are t-shirts, sweatshirts, a tote bag, mug, sticker, you name it. I'm working on getting more things, items loaded. So if you have suggestions or something that you'd love to see, you can message me at any time and let me know. But in the meantime, go ahead and check out what I do have and um, maybe buy a little something for yourself or a friend that you know who loves the show. It really helped me out and get the word out there that we exist and also show your support. Thanks. Speaking of support, are you a patron yet? When you head over to patreon.com and sign up, you get a Not Your Granny's Quilt Show logo sticker sent right to your door. So head on over to patreon.com slash Not Your Granny's Quilt Show today. Welcome to the show, Abby. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I (laughs) have been on my quest for getting all the um, art gallery socialites on the show. So I'm so glad that you're here. (laughs) I I talk about art gallery probably every single episode. Um, I am obsessed with their fabrics. And um, so it's like really exciting to me to get to chat with all of you who got in there as socialites and were able to be part of such a cool campaign. But- I mean, art gallery has, I, I love their fabric. It's just so nice to work with. It's so soft. And so I like how it doesn't fray. But yeah, I was thrilled to be able to do that. So yeah. it's awesome to be here. That's amazing. Well, we'll get there and talk more about it, but I want to go back to your beginning. So I saw that you have been quilting basically your whole life or sewing at least, and you're a third generation quilter. Yeah. So my grandma, it was a really big quilter. And when I was little, like she was so sweet about letting me, you know, quote unquote, help her, which of course, like a toddler is not helpful really at all but you know she would let me sit on her lap though and like it was my job to like guide the fabric through the machine and then anytime it was the end of a seam I got to snip it and she had these cool little snippers you know with the little spring back Mm -hmm. and I just thought that was the coolest job ever so yeah that's where I got started and then you know as I got older she obviously let me do more than just snip the threads (laughs) and and, um so yeah we worked on when I was little It was mostly just helping her on her projects. But then as I got older, like she had more things that I could get involved with. And so like we made, I don't know if you know what a quillo is. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. like a, it's like you take a whole length of fabric, you know, like, like, I don't know how long it is, like 70 some inches. And then you take like, you choose a backing fabric and you basically just quilt them together and then add a pocket on the outside. So then it can fold up inside of itself and be like a quilt or a pillow okay so it's basically a whole cloth quilt but so she helped me like learn how to do those and I made some for my friends in high school and stuff like that so yeah it was really fun and it was just so cool to learn it like when you're a kid I just think that it's I don't know you don't think as hard about what it takes to learn something new it just kind of comes naturally so it was, I was just really grateful that I like felt comfortable around sewing machines before I thought about how hard it could be if you weren't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. That's so, that's fun. Like, I mean, I grew up around sewing machines and stuff too, but I was still terrified of them. So it took me a long time, like yeah. until I was in my thirties to actually start. So like quilting and sewing. So I, I mean, I love that you've had such a long relationship with it and that you were making cool stuff for your friends. Like, I think 
like you said, you don't really think that hard about it when you're that young. You're just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this. And there's like Mm -hmm. so many times where I like crocheted things for people and like made them stuff that I was like, oh yeah, totally. Like no, no problem. But now that I think about it, I'm like, oh my God, like, yeah, (laughs) I really put a lot of work into that thing. I know. Yeah. It's, it's intimidating when you're like on the outside looking in for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then, I mean, how did you always view quilting as like something you wanted to do as a business or no not at all so honestly when I was a kid like I liked sewing but mostly I didn't do quilts I mean I did the quillows but then I could pick like just one fabric that I liked but I kind of had this impression of quilting as being like all dark colors and all like really traditional looking things so I think like going into my like college and stuff, I was kind of turned off to quilting a little bit because like mostly what I had seen was like, you know, my grandma's taste in quilts, which I love sewing with her, but I like didn't necessarily love like those colors and stuff. And so then like, it wasn't until much later when I realized that there was like a whole quilting world out there of like totally different (laughs) colors and fabrics and designs and stuff where I was like, oh my gosh, like I like it is possible to have a younger style or just a different style and still fit into quilting. So that was like a huge light bulb moment more so like in my probably twenties where I was like, wait, I could do quilting. (laughs) And like, and I didn't even think about it as a business until, I don't know, like a year ago. So that was much more recent. Yeah. Wow. So then what did you do in the meantime? Like So let's see. So, I mean, I did stuff with my grandma until like college and then I went to college and right after college, I got married. And during that time, like I made a couple baby quilts and stuff here and there, but like, I didn't have a sewing machine at college by any means. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, like we didn't really, we had a tiny little first apartment. So like, we didn't have space to really do that there either. Mm -hmm. And then, um, my husband got, into med school. And so like we moved across the country to go to med school. And so it just was not on my radar at all until um, like I had my first kiddo. And then when my friends started having kids too, then I was like, oh, I know how to sew. I could make baby quilts and wouldn't that be a sweet gift? And so that's kind of what got me back into it a little bit. But then, um, yeah, I still like, it was just very casual, I think until a couple, gosh, it was like two, two and a half years ago, I was making a baby quilt for my sister-in-law. She was Mm going to have her first baby. And I had like this little Instagram account that just like whatever I happened to be working on, which was like everything under the sun, right? Like painting, sewing, crafting, you know, it was not like focused at all. And so I happened to post some progress picture or whatever of this little quilt I was working on for her. And, um, and like, usually my account got like, no, you know, nothing, nothing happening, nobody noticing it, whatever. But then I posted this quilting picture and all of a sudden there's like 40 people that are like liking it and commenting on it. And I was like, what on earth is this? Like, Where did this come from? And so I started like clicking and seeing who these people were and they were all quilters. And all of a sudden, like, it was like opening a door into like, wonderland you know because then like I started going down the rabbit hole of like oh my gosh all these people are quilters and they're like modern quilters and look at what they're making they're so pretty and like the designs are so like fresh and um the colors are not like anything I've ever really seen before and so it was just totally this like yeah like falling down the rabbit hole and being like oh my gosh there's this whole amazing quilting community here on Instagram that I had no idea about and so um, shortly after that, I like joined my very first quilt along mm-hmm. and I was terrified, <laughs> but yeah. I did it. And then, um, I did a couple quilt alongs and, um, and then somebody asked me to pattern test for them. And so that was really cool too, because then yeah. it was like, I don't know, it was like, that's when I first started like actually making friends in the quilting area. Yeah. And so, I started pattern testing and then I did a bunch of pattern testing for a year and it was so great because I just got to meet so many people and become friends with people and um, build relationships and connections and stuff like that. So then like, but then like the more I pattern tested, the more you got, I got to the point where I was like, okay, 
every pattern I'm testing, like I'm wanting to do something different with it. Like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, the way you have it written is awesome, but you know, it'd be really cool <laughs> if you did right. this or that or the other thing, or like I wanted to do a different colorway or a different whatever. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I tested it the way it was written, but like sure. I had all these ideas of like, but what if it, what if you did this? That would be right. even cooler. And so, um, so then when I had an opportunity, like when I saw like the Alderwood studio, when she had her class come up for how to write patterns, I was like, yes, that is what I need. Like I've got all these ideas, but I don't have any graphic design background, you know, like I don't sure. know how to work that software. Yeah. So then that was like, okay, I'm going to try this out. And cause mostly just because I wanted to like get my ideas on paper. Yeah. Um, but then I was just kind of hooked at that point. I was like, this is so cool. And like, if I, and then like the more people that saw my designs were, were so encouraging and just like, oh, good. this is so cool. And, you know, can, are you going to sell the patterns and are you going to whatever? And I was like, I don't know. I haven't <laughs> gotten that far, but you're like, I don't um, know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like we're just figuring this out as we go. Totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then a year ago, I finally decided to launch my own business and just see where it went. And it's been, it's really been a great experience. And I ended up taking Elizabeth's um, Quilters Candies class as well, just because like, I wanted to learn all the things. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Why not? You know? Yeah. So, I mean, and after that, I mean, I really felt like I had a great foundation to move forward with and and kind of understood because I don't know, like, you know, I didn't have a business degree in college. I had a political yeah. science degree. <laughs> and, oh, wow. Wow. In French. So yeah, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing running a business. And I was so grateful to like have somebody be like, okay, these are the things, like the basic things you need to do to, to yeah. get this going. Yeah. So, wow. What a ride. That's so fun. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so great that like, there's people out there and I'm going to say ladies because they are ladies, but Mostly, ladies yeah. out there like pushing for like us other women to like, yes, make this a business if you want to. And mm -hmm. here's some resources and here's how you can become successful with this thing that you love. And because I've talked to so many people who've done the Quilters Candy or who've done the Alderwood Studio mm -hmm. courses and they're, they're thriving. Everybody's mm -hmm. flourishing. And I just, I love to see it. So I'm so glad that you're in that group of people because it's like, look, another success story, because let me tell okay. you, your patterns are freaking gorgeous. Oh, thank I you. love like, just, I was scrolling through your Instagram as I've like been preparing for this and just like, just feel like so calm and like at peace and just feel cozy looking at all of your yes. photos. And like, I know it's curated that way, but I just feel like everything's so cohesive and it like I love when a personality can come through and so it's just it's so great to see and I'm just so excited for you because it's it's so fun when you can take something that has been like a hobby and maybe it's not that every hobby has to become a business you no, know not and at all you don't have to monetize every craft you make just because you can but when you can and you want to, and you do, and it's successful, it's like, Oh yes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And that's just it. Like, I mean, I think that I, for a long time thought that like a creative business would be just be so cool, but I never thought that like, I guess I just didn't know how to even start, you know? Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. I was just continuing to work in and raise babies and all of that. And I was like, well, you know, that would be cool, but I just, I don't even know how to start a business and I don't, you know, so yeah. then like when you finally have the skills to be like, okay, this is the step-by-step -step process you need to do to like register your business and pay taxes and, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. just like be a legitimate entity. Then I was like, okay, actually I think I can do this. Like yeah. it's possible. So I was just so excited to try it. And then, um, and, you know, thankfully I'm in a very privileged position where like, you know, we're a one income household right now. We've got little kids and I stay home with them. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, like we didn't need the income from it to survive. So it was really freeing for me to be like, OK, I'm going to do this at my own pace. And I want it to be successful because I'm putting a ton of time and effort into it. Right. But also like it can take its time to get somewhere because like, right. 
you know, it's not like, you know, I'm not using it for grocery money right now. Right. So, There's no desperation really behind it. For the opportunity to be able to be like, okay, we're going to try this and I'm going to put my all into it. But also like, it doesn't have to be an instant career. Yeah. So, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think too, you know, cause not everybody's in that position. And so, right. you know, it's, it's so lucky and fortunate that when, cause you know, same thing, like my husband, and I quit our normal jobs like two years ago and I am full-time, you know, working on my business with my mom and, you know, That's long awesome. arming and making quilts for people and doing this. And my husband's back in school full-time cause he's a serial college student. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know what that feels like. <laughs> yeah. So you're just like, Oh, you're in school again. Okay. This is fun. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's like, it's not that we didn't work hard to be able to do this, you know? And I think, mm-hmm. you know, some people would see that and be like, Oh, you're, you're just coming from a point of privilege. It's like, I mean, yeah, but also like, I mean, you, your husband went to medical school, like that's no joke. Like that's hard. No, that's you no joke at all. It's like, like being a single parent for <laughs> yeah. years. Well, and, um, you know, you've got your degree and you know, it sounds like you were working in your field before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all through, um, when I graduated college, I got a job working in politics. I worked as like a policy analyst for a Senator, um, oh, wow. in Madison here. So okay. we have state capital is here in Madison. And then I worked on some campaigns, like political campaigns and stuff like that with him. And then um, when my husband got into med school, we had to go all the way out to Oregon, which is nowhere near here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's by me. (laughs) um, Then I I got a job at a university in Oregon doing like event planning and continuing education and stuff like that, which was like still in my wheelhouse, I guess, you know, like it was actually unusual kind of crazy how much transferred over from politics to that (laughs) and then then when we came back to Wisconsin I got back into politics for a while but then um by that time we had you know a couple kiddos I have four kids so oh my gosh (laughs) yeah yeah. wow it got to the point eventually where I was like I can't I mean I was doing it all remotely kind of like from the point that I had my first I started working mostly remotely okay and then it was like working less and less and more remotely as we went. And finally I was like, okay, like raising four kids is just all I have time for. That's work. And so I, <laughs> like, I finally, I think the pandemic is kind of what did me in for working. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> then like my kids weren't going to school. They were at home and we were trying to do the like zoom, Oof. you know, school and all of that. And I was like, yeah. I'm, I can't like everybody is out there baking bread and I'm like, how do you have time for that? <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. Like we're just trying to survive this with like getting, you know, preschoolers and, and a first grader on and off zoom calls. Like, oh my gosh, this is, crazy. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so that was like the end of my traditional career was when the pandemic hit. And then like afterwards, you know, it was kind of like, okay, now when they start going back to school and we have like kind of room to breathe and think about more what we want to do and not just like how to get through the pandemic then right. it was like, okay maybe now is the time instead of jumping into some other job to like think about what I really want to do so right. yeah yeah wow that's so cool yeah. I I just like find it so interesting like obviously you watch all these shows and like that kind of focus on like the behind the scenes political scene, but it's like, I don't know how true it is, but it always <laughs> just like fascinates me when people have like that ability to like see like working campaigns and like see the big picture and like know what pieces need to fall into place and who to call and what to, I'm just like, I don't even it's know. It's a lot. Yeah. It's super stressful. And I think, but I do think that the great thing about working in politics is that after working in politics, like nothing seems like that big of a deal, you right? know, like Cause it's not like anything I do is not going to be on the front page of a newspaper. So that's cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? You're like, well, I'm free from that stress. Woo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's not going to be on the news tonight. So we're good. <laughs> oh man. I can't even, Oh, that's, that would be something that would keep me from it for sure. Like, I don't want what I do to show up on the newspaper. Like I know right? Yeah. when it's related to politics, it's like, 
So, so many people are so black and white thinking about it that it's like, there's no room for life or gray in the, in it. And so it's like, oh, I don't think I want to be associated with any of that. I know. And that's, (laughs) that's just the hard part too, is like when you actually meet the real people behind it, like they're just real people, not like normal, nice people. And like both sides honestly want what's best. And they just have like different ways of getting there. But like, Right. Yeah. From the outside, it's it looks like a mess. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm just like, wow. I just like Yeah, I have a lot of respect for people who work in politics no matter what side you're on because it's a lot of work and it feel you have so many people's opinions and personalities to juggle and yeah. like have this like camera ready face and personality right. <laughs> at all times. And it's like, whatever happens behind closed doors, like has to stay there kind of. And it's like, I know. yeah, it's a very high pressure way to work. So I was like, not sad to be like, okay, you know, I think I'm going to be done with politics for now. And yeah. this is so much less stress and so much more fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this has been great. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I same with me for teaching, like the pandemic did me in. And I mean, also therapy was like, oh, this is not healthy for me. So I had to step away, but I've sit, yeah, like teaching in general, but then also teaching through a pandemic. I'm like, nothing scares me. I can do anything because that was hard as shit. Like I, I know. And like being on the other side of like knowing that parents are like, trying to juggle multiple children on and off zoom at different times, having to juggle, like trying to figure out their homework at home. And like, I just hated every second of that, like feeling of like, I can't do my job fully. And it's mm-hmm. the responsibilities getting put on families at home who don't have specialized degrees in this, <laughs> like, but I do. And I'm over here behind a camera, like in my classroom by myself, like, yeah. I know. Yeah. Ugh, it was hard, so hard. Well, and, and like I, if you're choosing to homeschool, it's just like a totally different thing too, because right. then you're determining the schedule and the curriculum and the right. whole deal. But when it's like, okay, here's your schedule. And like somehow you got to figure out how to make all these overlapping things work for like these little kids who have no computer skills whatsoever. Right. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Yeah. I'm sure I can get my six-year-old to sit and watch zoom. Right. I'm sure he'll do that. That'll be great. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yes. I know the teachers too. I'm, I talked to a lot of the teachers in our district afterwards and it it was just awful for everybody involved. And like, we were all just trying to make the best of it and grateful when it all went back to normal and relative normal. So yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, it did feel better having all my babies back in my classroom, but yeah, it's still. What, what grade did you teach? I taught third grade. Oh, yeah, they were fun. I loved that age. It's just it's hard. Yeah, like that age group is so fun, and it wasn't the kids. It's like that is the the age in school where they're at the um end of the like primary testing for everything. Mm -hmm. And then they start the upper elementary testing. Mm -hmm. So they're literally just taking constant assessments, like not just like end of unit exams or, you know, tests for whatever they just learned. It's like, they're constantly being monitored for reading progress. They're constantly being monitored Mm -hmm. for math skills. They're constantly being monitored, like, and have to start practicing to take the ISATs and like, yeah all the standardized testing, like it all culminates in third grade. And I just, my heart breaks for those kids because at eight years, eight and nine years old, they're like completely losing their love of learning because their curiosity is being killed by over testing. Mm, that's awful. Yeah. I have and, a third grader, so I yeah. can totally appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know who to call if you need help. Cause yes, right. Been, She's just I've starting been, third yeah. grade and she so far loves it. So hopefully that'll stay. Yeah. I honestly, yeah, I just, please hold on to that sweetie. Yeah. It's such a fun year and they learn so much cool stuff. Like I love the content. I mm-hmm. loved teaching the content and it's, you know, they learn multiplication and division and they start learning, you know, more like the biology kind of stuff, like the living organism, like 
studies we got to do and just mm-hmm. so much fun stuff that I was like, it was really hard to walk away. But at the same time, it was like, I need some peace in my life and quilting 100%. is yeah. it's stressful, but it's a different stress. It's like, you want the quality of your work to be high quality and you want it to sh- make the person's quilt shine or, you know, at least for mm-hmm. me, cause I'm long arming and we're creating custom quilts, but it's still that same idea. Like I want people to like what I'm giving them. Like, I hope that they can appreciate what's going on with, you know, what I've done to their quilt Yeah, <laughs> that they're not like, um, ew, I hate this. I have to pick out the whole pantograph, but. Oh my gosh. You know, that must be, <laughs> that would be so much work. <laughs> yeah. I've only had to do it. And it was my own, like I messed it up and I had to pick it out. I've only had to do it like twice. So thankfully it's not been too many times, but yeah, it's just, it's a different stress, but it's also like, I'd rather have that stress than like the fate of someone's well being in my hands. Yeah. (laughs) Like like a room full of children. I'm sorry, but (laughs) that's a lot of pressure. I know (laughs) Anyway, it's crazy. I'm so grateful for our teachers because they work so hard and they're so amazing at what they do and I'm just so grateful like and my kids love their teachers they're just like have only good things to say so that's great I love that okay so back to sewing so you've had your business for about a year you said Mm -hmm. okay and you've released a lot of patterns in that time yeah I think I've had six so like like every couple months okay pattern that makes sense but yeah I was like going through I'm like man she must have been she must be doing this for a while could just because it seems like there's so many patterns, but I mean, that makes sense if you're on the trajectory, like most designers are, you're putting yeah. them out every few months. And so they're just, they're lovely and thank you. So fun. And so did you, did someone encourage you to apply to be a socialite or? No, you- I just, um, I mean, I had a few friends reach out and be like, oh, you should like, have you seen this? This would be so cool. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, when I saw it, though, I just thought like, this is awesome. I I already knew that I loved working with their fabric. And I just thought that they had so many beautiful fabrics and their designers are incredible. And so um, and I like treated art gallery fabric like this is my really good fabric and I have to save it for like yeah. my best projects. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so like I was using um less ex- you know like like Hobby Lobby or Joanne's kind of stuff for some yeah. stuff but then I was like but then like whenever you work with the really good stuff you're like oh mm-hmm. this is really where it's at you're like wait a minute I love this <laughs> I know and so then it's like hard to go back to anything else because it's like darn it this is really nice yeah um, but yeah I had worked with their fabric enough that I knew that I loved it and just mm-hmm. like everything about it. It was super easy to work with and so pretty. And I loved just like, they're just such a family oriented company too. And a small company, like they just, they seemed so close knit, um, with their employees and with the shops that are, you know, they work with and everything. So like everything I'd ever heard about them was just like glowing. And so I was just really excited to, to even like consider the possibility. And I, so I put in an application. I thought there's no chance that I would be chosen, right? (laughs) Because like (laughs) everybody is going to put in an application for this. It sounds amazing. So um, yeah, I was floored when they reached out and um, asked to chat more about it and offered me the position. I was like, what? Like, surely surely not me. (laughs) You're like looking around who? Who are you talking to? But yeah, I was, I was completely floored and totally um, honored to be chosen because it's an incredible group that they have working. And a lot of them have been in this and doing this professionally a lot longer than I have. So um, yeah, it's just been a very humbling experience, but, but I'm so grateful. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Like I said before, I'm, I've loved art gallery fabric for so long and my introduction to it was um, through Katarina Rochella and, oh, yes. and I pattern tested for her for a little while. They're like kind of starting in the pandemic and I was like working from home. So I had a little more time that I could like, mm-hmm. I could be sewing when I wasn't, you know, lesson planning and figuring out my life. But yeah, it was 
great. And then I like started seeing it more and more and finding more of the designers and just being obsessed with it. So yeah, I can totally relate to that. Like, no, this is my good fabric. That's just it. I was always like, I have to find the perfect pattern for the, exactly. for whatever bundle I have. And so, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, it's been like amazing to be able to just work with it, you know, for whatever I'm working on this year and to be able to work with it and know that like, this is awesome. And I can just like, I don't have to save it. I can just enjoy it. And I like, I want to keep that momentum going after yeah. I'm you know, done with yeah. this and everything. Cause it's just so nice. <laughs> right. It is. And it's like, I'm so guilty of stashing things away. Cause I'm like, Oh, I need to save this or I can't use this up or whatever. And it's like, it'll go rotten or I completely forget about it. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't even like that anymore. Or, know. you know, it's like, yeah. so I'm like kind of in this stage of like, no, I'm going to use the good stuff now. I know while I can appreciate it. And it's so like, I have to fight the urge to stash stuff. I'm like a squirrel. And I know I have to totally fight that too. I was the kid that like, every time I got a sticker as a child, like I <laughs> saved my stickers. I never <laughs> used my stickers. And then like, yeah. at some point in the last few years, I was going through old boxes and I found my sticker collection <laughs> and I was like, darn it. I never used any of them. Oh my so god! I gave them to my kids and they had no problem, like sticking them to all the things, but like, <laughs> yeah, stickers. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to overcome that too, where I'm like, no, okay, this is the season that I'm doing these things. And I just want to enjoy, yeah. enjoy it while I have it. And right. it, yeah, use the good fabric, make the cool quilts now. Mm -hmm. And like, you're not going to regret it. And that's, my mom has always telling me that too. She's like, no, don't save your good fabric. Use your good fabric. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're going to enjoy it so much more in a quilt than you are on your shelf, which is right. totally true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it, it is true. Cause it's like, I've got so much stuff just stashed away and I'm like, I need to make these things. I need to quit buying new things like new. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to quit ever, but <laughs> just the idea that like, like, Oh, I need to buy new fabric to make this quilt. And it's like, I probably have, I know, right. I probably, probably have enough. Too to make what I want to like make supplement what you're <laughs> yeah 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 so it's like I have a ton of like fat quarters that are like you know OG Ruby Star when they were still cotton and steel and like it was a you know a fat quarter quarterly booster from fat quarter shop that you know it's like I would get just sent these bundles and so I've got all these patterns and these fat quarters and coordinating threads that came in these bundles and they're just sitting there. And it's like, I, I slowly started to take fat quarters out and like use them for things. Cause there's some, uh, rifle paper in there and there, you know, there's like different things that like need to get used. Cause they're just sitting in a box and it's like, totally. I know. what, what good is that? So. I'm the worst with like Christmas fabric. Cause like, I, like I get it and I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's so pretty. But like, I don't know what to make with it because there's mm -hmm. so many good designs out there for Christmas quilts. And <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. I just went so basic last year because I got the got the art gallery Christmas in the city, naturally. Yeah. And I got the the layer cake, the 10 inch stacker, and I got some yardage of some of the other prints that the quilt shop had. And I just like made like a half, I don't know, I was calling it like a half frame, but I guess you call it like a shadow boxing or effect. I don't know. Anyway, I just like did a strip on like the bottom and on the right side of each square. Oh, yeah. And then I just sewed all them together that way. And it's like not fancy, but, and then I, I did like a color gradient from corner to corner. So Ooh, it starts light and goes really dark. Gradients and are like my favorite. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I noticed in your, in your uh, cover quilts and stuff, they all have I know, gradient, yeah, gradient, which I, I love. love. Yeah, I do too. So it's like, I think that's why it's so aesthetically pleasing to like, look at all your pictures because everything's in a gradient and I'm like, oh, I love it. My brain's so happy. <laughs> yeah, so. I know. Yeah. Gradients are totally my thing. I really like, like sawtooth stars or like mm -hmm. variants of sawtooth stars. And like, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know if modern traditional is actually a thing, but I feel like that's totally my thing. It's yeah. Like, I want, I want it to be modern, but like cozy modern. Yeah. Which I think you have done. And when I, you know, was reading up 
and saw that like modern traditional phrase, I was like, that's exactly it. It's like, it feels very cozy and has a traditional feel to it, but it's very modern and feels like it can be in any modern home right now. And like, yeah, right. Like, I don't want it to feel like it belongs, you know, 20 years ago or whatever, or only in like a certain kind of home. Like I wanted to feel like this could be in your living room, whatever kind of living room you have, and it will look pretty and yeah, cozy and yeah. All that. I love that. I think that's the perfect way to describe your aesthetic. It's oh, thank you. <laughs> it's warm, it's cozy, but it's also modern and fresh and can be is current. It's like it, it fits now. It's not just like, oh, that would have been cute. Yeah, like you said, 20 years ago, or which makes me want to throw up because uh 20 years ago I was a senior in high school and our like my like you know senior class president and some people are they're planning our 20th reunion I'm like I'm gonna barf right like, <laughs> like I can't I'm not prepared for that I know I'm only let's see am I only like a couple of years away from my 20th high school probably I'm yeah probably I'm 36 so I gotta yeah. be <laughs> I'm, I'm 37 so you're only two years away if I'm only yeah. one year away so <laughs> yeah it's like it's a gross feeling but anyway I digress um okay so you are part of the nine patch yes nine I was, patch quilt collective there we go sorry I don't know why I want to say pattern collective but I know that's not right. So then my, that would, yeah, that would totally make sense too. Yeah. But yeah, we, um, yeah, it's a great little group. So we, the common thread that we have is that we all took the Alderwood studio course together okay. and, um, seven out of the nine of us were all randomly assigned to a small group together. Okay. And, um, like it, sh- I feel like it shouldn't have been amazing because like, we were all just like totally randomly assigned all over the country different ages, backgrounds, experience, all of that, but we just gelled really, really well. Um, And then we had this idea, like, like we obviously took the course together and we're chatting and stuff during the course, but we had like an uh, Instagram chat, I guess you would call that we stayed on. And like, we have continued to chat like every day for the past year and a half, which is awesome and crazy. Yeah. but yeah, like they have just become some of my best quilty friends and they're just the sweetest, most like down to earth, genuine women. And so I'm just so thrilled to be in a group with them. And then, so we had this idea that we thought it'd be super cool to do a sampler quilt together. And, but you know, like there's only seven of us and we needed nine blocks to do a sampler quilt. And so we reached out to a couple other quilters that also had taken the class that we were good friends with and knew were just awesome women yeah. as well. And so now we have nine. And so that's where the nine patch <laughs> collective <laughs> came from. But yeah, we each um, designed a block and they're all like 20, I think 20 by 20 blocks. And there it's going on. It, it will still be going on by the time this podcast airs. So if you yeah. hear this and you're interested, it's a fall themed sampler quilts it's modern I think very modern blacks mm-hmm. but like you can clearly see how they tie into fall yeah um, but yeah it's been so much fun we've all learned so much <laughs> from doing it yeah and and it's totally free so yeah um, if you just sign up like you I guess the the cost is your email address because we need to email you the blacks but um there's no actual cost involved so yeah that's fantastic. I signed up because I want the patterns so bad <laughs> and I do plan to make it. I was like, cause I was talking to Rachel about it and yeah. um, I, I was like, we got to squeeze you in before you have that baby. She's like, sounds great. Um, <laughs> I know like any day now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I keep checking. I'm like, are you, how is, are you alive? She's like, yep, still pregnant. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I just love that they're all different, but yeah, they're all very fall themed and you can tell they all go together and each block individually would be such a cool quilt in and of itself. Like if you just repeated it over and over or mixed a couple of them up, but they're just, they look so cool together. And, um, I'm so stoked that 
you guys are doing this because it's like, and I just love the name of it, the sweater weather sampler. I'm like, <laughs> sweater weather. It's my, it's my jam. I know, right? so. <laughs> it totally like just puts you in a whole mood to like get ready to do it. So yeah. 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 We're super excited to do it. And it's like I said, we've learned a lot from it and it's just been so much fun. I don't think any of us anticipated it getting as big as it got. I, there's like, I don't even know, like 2,300 people signed up for it or something. Wow. Which And like from all over the world. I mean, there's a huge group of quilters in Germany. There's a big wow. group in France. There's Australian, Canadian. I know there's quilters from all over the place, but those are some of the bigger ones. And then obviously plenty in the United States, but like It's been so cool to talk to all these quilters from all over the world and just like have them all be excited to come together and just do this fun thing together. So yeah, yeah, it's really, really fun. That's so cool. Um, Yeah. And I think I had even asked Rachel if there's like, um, if like people sign up in the middle of it, if they'll still be able to get the, the back patterns. And she was like, I think so, but I'll make sure now. <laughs> yeah, no, you totally can. As long Perfect. as you sign up before the end of the, you know, period, which I think it wraps up like the end of October or very early November. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, as long as you sign up sometime before then you can download all of the patterns up to that point um, okay. and join in at any point and post your block or your progress. There's all kinds of cool prizes. There's been so many shops that have come around us and offered just really great prizes and really cool deals with like long arming and beautiful kits so yeah yeah it's there's so much fun energy around it it's been really cool that's amazing I know it's yeah and like I kind of window shopping the kits just because I'm like curious and I kind of think I was kind of planning to maybe make mine scrappy eventually, but I'm like, actually, maybe I want a kit. (laughs) I know, right? Like once you start seeing them all, you're like, oh, those are so pretty. (laughs) The cohesion is so nice because then it's not, you're not scrambling to be like, does this go? I'm not sure. Like scrappy could be so cool, but I think. I know. And even like with us, like we decided that we would make one together with like an, a palette that we all decided on together, but then we decided we would each make our own version too, kind of more in our own palettes or whatever. And like, as soon as I saw everybody else's palettes, I'm like, oh my gosh, I like that one too. And I like that <laughs> one too. And like, you know, we all had like yeah. palette envy, <laughs> right? looking at each other's quilts and now seeing all the ones out there that are popping up all the blocks it's been so cool to just see like there are so many pretty ways to make this so yeah there's like no wrong way really I mean no not at all it's it thankfully it's a a pattern or you know samplers in general probably but this one for sure like it's just like you can pick a lot of different palettes and they all look really really good and Mm -hmm. it's on quilt ink too so like if in doubt you can mock it up and see exactly what it will look like and And there's been a ton, I've seen so many um, great mock-ups come out of Quilt Inc. that just yeah. look awesome. I want to make them all. <laughs> I won't, yeah. but I right. to. Yeah, it's like so tempting. You're like, oh, that's actually really pretty. I want to make that. Oh, I want to make that one too. I know, right? Like, like just going to like file them all away for future projects. <laughs> <laughs> like how many times am I going to make this quilt? <laughs> I know, right? I know. That's but yeah, tough. I'm thinking now I'm like, well, maybe I could just make them all one more time and make them into like throw pillows or mm-hmm. <laughs> things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a great thing about that size too, is like, that's, I mean, all the throw pillows on my couch and stuff that they're, they're all 20 by 20 and yeah, you know, so that block size is great for that. And yeah, if you just want like some extra decor or if you want, you know, like as if you're a nerd like me and have a display wall for your quilts in your living yes, room, you know, you super cute minis and easy gifts. And yeah. I'm glad that it's been so successful. Cause I'm sure like planning stuff like that, you're like, I don't know. I know. Well, you put so much into it. And like, well, like right before we launched, we were like, okay, if this, if like, if nobody signs up for it, it will still be worth it because we like have loved this process together. And just yeah. like, you know, we've built so many skills between us as far as like figuring out how to do it and just like 
and friendship and all of that. Like it felt worth it to us even before we launched it. But then it was so cool to see it take off too and be like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And how cool is it to have all these people sewing with us and excited about it and that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, I love that one. Like things just work out like that. And I think just from my own experience, like the more true you stay to yourself and the more like authentic you come at something, I think that's where people find connection. And so they're Mm -hmm. able to, you know, engage with you more and they're more excited for you because it's like, it feels genuine. And that's what people are looking for is like that genuine feeling of connection. And yeah. Yeah, And that's what I love about this group of designers is like, these are like genuinely my quilty besties and we are all a hundred percent in each other's corners and cheering each other on. And like, there's nothing, there's nothing fake about it. This is like, this is like my actual friends <laughs> and I'm so right. excited to do something with them. So yeah, yeah. that's really cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm just jazzed for you guys. It's so fun. And so, yeah, if people haven't signed up yet, they still can, they've got time yeah, and absolutely. you've got time, get you can in there, you can get all kinds of free blocks to do whatever you want with. Yeah. So cool. Um, and then I want to go back really quick to your, your, um, socialite bundle. So it's called yeah. Rose Glow. Yep. It's called correct? Rose Glow and it's inspired by like the golden hour, um, through the seasons. So it kind of has like, there's like some kind of rusty colors and creams and, um, some greens in there. So it's, it's very much like a earthy boho feel. But yeah, it's really meant to have that like, and there's some pinks in there too, but yeah, it, it's meant to have that like golden hour feel yeah. of like when the sun is coming through the leaves and the flowers and mm-hmm. through the windows in winter because <laughs> there are no yeah. flowers. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's what it's inspired by. I was like, I was looking at my feed before, like when I had the opportunity to create a bundle, I was looking at my feed and being like, you know, I kind of unintentionally always use the same colors mm-hmm. and so I just kind of wanted to stick with what I loved and and so like when I go on vacation and whatever like so many of my photos are like sunset and right before sunset and that's yeah. like just such a beautiful time of day mm-hmm. and like peaceful and it just feels like I don't know yeah just like a last like hurrah for the day so yeah. I just love that time anyways So I was really excited to be able to just like pull all that into a bundle and have it. It's, it's hard. I didn't know it's hard to make a bundle that can like work in a lot of different quilts and projects and all of that. And I was trying to be really intentional with it. Like I want this to work for big quilts and little quilts and (laughs) everything in between. So um, yeah, it was a lot. It was like, I really thought hard about how to do it, but I loved how it turned out and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to do it it's so cool yeah what a fun adventure and yeah I'm sure like I can't imagine I already stress out when I'm picking fabrics for a quilt like if it's not in a like come from straight from a line like I'm going to just get every fabric from this line of you know this whatever line it is but so to like be able to pull different things and mix and match I'm sure is just like "Ah." but it came together beautifully and it is it does feel like that that golden hour kind of rosy glow that the world gets at that yeah. time of day is, is really lovely. And so that's really, that's really cool. Um, and then the pattern that goes with it, is that the soft focus? Yep. Soft pattern? focus quilt. So if you, um, have a rose glow bundle or honestly, any bundle of 16 fat quarters that is like curated, mm-hmm. you can make this, I have a soft focus quilt and it's kind of meant to be it's gradient of course (laughs) Um, but it's meant to kind of look like the like before you fully focus a camera you know Mm -hmm. where it's like the blur of colors together that's kind of was the inspiration for it so um it's a gradient from uh one corner to the opposite corner and then it's got a couple stars in there which are my favorite um but it's free and if you go to my website you can totally um, sign up for my newsletter and then you'll get it delivered free to your inbox. Perfect. And so for the listeners, what is your website? So my website is www.abbymade.com. 
and it's spelled A-B-B-Y-M-A-E-D because it's a play on my middle name, which is May, M-A-E. So that's perfect. I know when I saw it, I was like, I don't know if she meant to do that or (laughs) it has to know how to spell the word. (laughs) I mean, I always assume that there's meaning behind it, but like not knowing, but yeah, that makes so much sense. And that's so cute. Like, I love that so much. Yeah. Well, and that's my grandma's middle name too. And since she taught me how to sew and quilt, I was trying to like tie it all in. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's really cool that you were like, oh, I can just use my name. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Right. Yeah. So if you ever don't know where to find me, just look for Abby May. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. So abbymay.com. And then if they sign up for your newsletter, they get that pattern for free and Mm -hmm. It goes with your socialite bundle, but it can, yeah, like I can see how, you know, if people had a different kind of, you know, color gradient in mind, it could work for that. But yeah, totally. I've seen a bunch of them pop up now and like I've seen rose glow ones, but I've also seen ones with other bundles and they all just look really beautiful. So you can totally take it your own direction and it'll, it'll work out. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Gosh, thank you so much for being here today. And I'm so happy for all your success. And I'm so happy for the sweater weather sampler that it's exploded and been doing so well. And and yeah, hopefully more people sign up. Yeah. And if all quotes are your thing, I have a pattern coming out. Um, It will be out by the time this airs. It's called pumpkin spice and it's um, pumpkins and sunflowers together. Oh, cute. So yeah, if fall quilts are your thing, like <laughs> there's there, girl. more good fall things coming. Awesome. Pumpkin spice. Ooh, that's cute. I love pumpkin, all the things. So yeah, I'm one of those basic fall babes that so, yeah. <laughs> doing all the fall things this year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How fun. Okay. So we'll look for that. And do you have anything else coming up? Uh, this year or is that kind of um, your final I'll probably release? I'll have like one more pattern release in probably in November with like um I've got it in the works I don't have a name yet for it so I'll have to keep you posted on that but then the other thing I have coming out this fall is a cute little jack-o'-lantern tote it's called the um, Peter Pumpkin tote oh my gosh. and it's my first time doing a bag pattern but it's just a super cute like you know like those plastic pumpkins that mm-hmm. are kind of quintessential trick-or-treat um a few years ago like we had those but like they had these plastic handles and they hurt my kids hands and so I was like you know what I bet I could just make one out of fabric and it would be cuter and like wouldn't hurt their hands and so I did and then I just like hadn't gotten around yet to creating the pattern but this is the year we're doing all the fall things so yeah (laughs) (laughs) I have a pattern coming out my testers are working on it now and uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll probably release right around the same time or the same day as Pumpkin Spice, which is September 27th. So I'm sure it'll be out by the time that. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So people can whip them up really fast before they go. Yeah. It's so fast. Like I did one in an evening and it, yeah, it's super nice. quick, but adorable. So yeah. Cute. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, we'll keep our eyes out for those and for your unnamed later yeah, release winter pattern coming winter. soon <laughs> <laughs> okay awesome well thanks again so much and hopefully we'll chat again soon awesome thank you so much take care you too